Hey there, healthy-ish fam. Thank you for tuning in to this Body and Soul Potty with me, Felicity Harley. And it is summer. It is hot. It is hard to stay motivated to work out when you are dripping in sweat. So I have got someone here to help you do that. Corinne Blight is a multi-award winning group fitness instructor, Pilates instructor, personal trainer, nutrition coach, and founder of leading group fitness community, Limitless Fitness and Nutrition. Pretty impressive CV, right? Well, she is the perfect person to share her top summer training tips. Now, as you know, we keep our healthish episodes short. So if you want to hear my full interview with Corinne, where she talks about the most common fitness questions she gets asked. You can just search for Extra Healthish wherever you get your podcasts. Corinne, lovely to have you on Healthish and listeners. I have to say, Corinne is a listener. So I always love it when we have listeners on sharing their expertise. I'm so excited to be here. It's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Absolutely. Now, we're talking about summer, training in summer. If we are, a, well, train outdoors, how do we push past this heat? I mean, it can be so demotivating sometimes. Oh, I just want to sit on the couch. I don't want to get outside and do exercise. Share some of your tips. Understand. I absolutely get it. And I think there are a couple of things that we can do to sort of find that motivation. My biggest tip for anyone who finds themselves in that position is to sort of time your workouts. So we know now that we're really lucky in Australia, we've sort of got those longer mornings and longer evenings. I would love to say try and time your workouts to be during those those longer morning or evening block so whether you can start you know if you're doing a run do it a little bit earlier in the morning than what you may have done before or if you're doing a group fitness class or something outdoors can you do that at a later time slot where the sun isn't at its peak and you're not going to feel like you're a drowned rat in sweat at the end of it as well um if that's a possibility i would say go for it um but again don't be shy and don't be scared of trying new things as well i think summer's a really good opportunity to do that I always love suggesting to my own clients to try things like swimming or walking early in the morning like we spoke about, things that can be done um, more easily in summer because no one wants to swim in winter. It's too cold, um, but make the most of it while you can in summer. I like that tip actually because often you know, we're just creatures of habit, aren't we? We just get so caught up in, oh, I've got to go and do this class or I've got to go for a run at this time. But you go for a swim, do something different, jump on a paddleboard. I wish I could jump on a paddleboard. There's no beach near me, but that would be great if you could. <laughs> I know. I only said that because that is my favourite go-to sport, but it, it is a bit hard for me as well living in the middle of, of Sydney. Now, what about when we're actually in the middle of our workout, you know, and, and that heat can be quite sapping, we're dripping in sweat. Are we still getting the most out of it or how can we make sure we still do get the most out of it? question because I think there's quite a few things we can do to get the most of our work out of our workout during summer and my biggest tip which I know we'll speak about a bit later on is your hydration and your nutrition leading up to a workout especially if you're someone who has no other option but to work out during the middle of the day outdoors when it's extremely extremely hot my best tip would be to make sure you eat and to hydrate before your workouts because that is going to give you energy and fuel to actually do them so Things I love suggesting to people that I work with are things that are quick and very, very energy dense. So things like dates with a bit of nut butter or banana and peanut butter on rice cakes, something that you can consume quickly, uh, but that will be absorbed by your muscles and your body quickly and give you long lasting energy. Um, I think that's a really good thing to be mindful of. Well, let's talk a bit about hydration while we're on it. I mean, how it is something we should be mindful of 
obviously when working out in summer. Before, during, after, what's the most important time we should drink water or whatever else we're drinking and why? Oh, and you know what? I find this a really hard question to answer because I find all three before, during and after are just as important as each other. Um, just a quick stat for you. Over three quarters of our body is made up of water and 76% of our brain is made up of water as well. So in knowing that, we know how important it is to even have water at all times during the day. But if I had to choose one, I'm going to say after and post. Oh, it's hard to choose like all of them are. Um, I think you need to be really conscious of consuming enough water during and after, especially because they give you the energy to continue uh, and to redo your workouts going forward. Um, but yeah, definitely both of them as equally as important as each other. It's hard to choose just one. It's all right. I think I think you answered that well. You said they're all just as important. It doesn't matter. Just drink water. <laughs> <laughs> just drink everybody. How do we stay motivated in summer when, you know, as I said before, that that heat can sap our motivation and we think, okay, I've got to exercise or not got to, I want to exercise. Maybe it's that, just the the, the self-talk there. Top tips for staying motivated. Well, this is a tip that I would give across the board for anyone in any season or any day because I think it really does apply, especially in summer. But it's you've got to stick to doing the things that you love and that you enjoy the most because I can understand why it would be easy to say, I just don't feel like doing this today. I'm not going to do it. It's too hot. If you actually do the things that you love and that you enjoy, you are so much more likely to actually want to do them even when it is hot and you could have an excuse. Um, So, you know, if you're someone who loves group fitness classes, but you're like, oh my gosh, it's so hot, I don't want to do it, you know, at this certain time, do a group fitness class, but do it earlier or later on in the day. Still make the time to do the things that you love and do them often. You should. It's fun. (laughs) And I think, you know, we had actually Tara Russian on the podcast last week and, and she made the great point that, make exercise part of your lifestyle and and she talks about going bushwalking on a Sunday and and so you don't have to necessarily stay regimented to your you know I must do group fitness Monday Wednesday and Friday perhaps there's other things that you can do which are also just moving your body it might not be the sweat inducing hit class that you do but it's still having amazing benefits for both body and mind and that's the thing I think we really need to move away from that mindset oh I have to smush my body I have to work extremely hard every single workout I do I think if we approach it from a perspective of I want to do this to look after my mental health I want to do this just to feel good in my skin and have more energy we then start to think of the things that actually give us those benefits so I personally love dancing and just you know I could go into my living room and just dance up a storm to my favorite playlist if that's something that would make you feel good and give you that energy why not do that it's still a great way to move um, and it really does work up those endorphins as well what's your favorite song to dance to oh my god this is so embarrassing come on <laughs> fess up say, <laughs> i'm gonna fess up i'm gonna say maniac on the dance floor it's like an 80s fun tune like to the maniac that sort of one um because it is full of energy and when i'm teaching my retro aerobics class that's the one when i let loose and go crazy in. so i'm definitely going to say that one <laughs> your classes sound like a lot of fun corinne now i know this might sound ridiculous but does the type of clothing and fabrics actually make a difference in summer? I mean, we, we can get so caught up in the market, marketing hype, you know, this is a lighter fabric, it, it wicks away more sweat, blah, blah, blah. But is there truth to that? Coming from someone who lives in active wear and who also finds themselves very sweaty as soon as there's sun out at any any time of the day, I personally think that there is, you know, there isn't, there possibly is um, an effect that the clothing has on our bodies. 
I would say everyone needs to feel really comfortable in their clothing that they're wearing. Um, and regardless of what that is for you, I think that's what everyone should approach and they should wear. Um, for me personally, I need to wear something that's very um, light and breezy because that's what I feel comfortable in and what I find that works best for me when I train. Uh, and even for clients that I work with, they find things like cotton materials or even these new bamboo materials that come out in um, clothing can be really good for them because they are quite light and breathable. Um, so again, I think it does affect the way that we train that can affect our our motivation our energy and our workout as well depending on what we're wearing so i would like to say i think it does i, I like think that. you're not crazy as well i think it's a thing. <laughs> good excuse to buy a new outfit corinne thank you for coming on healthy ish thanks so much for having me well, now you have an excuse to go to whatever your favorite store is and buy yourself some new workout gear just for your summer workout. If you want more, you know there are plenty of other episodes of Healthy-ish, Extra Healthy-ish. Jump online, bodyandsoul.com.au or follow us on social media. Thank you for listening in to this chat with Corinne. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast or share it with a friend. And until next time you listen, stay healthy-ish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.